the Spurs foul. Should Miami go for the three right away? Just attack the basket. James catches, puts up the three. Won't go. Rebound box. Back out to Allen. His three-pointer. Welcome to the Ultimate Super Coach and Fantasy Sports Show. You are now listening to the Insight Fantasy Sports Podcast. Boom shakalaka! G'day everyone and welcome to the inaugural episode of The Chase Down. I am Maddie G, also known on all your social media handles. Check me out at MBAGWiz. I'm part of the Insight Podcast Network. Insight NBA team, and I'm excited. Today was a huge day. Just call me Amy Santiago. Uh, I've got a lot of tabs open. I tab pretty hard. And on a game, on a day of 12 NBA games, there is an absolute shitload to get into. <laughs> Let's not beat around the bush. I'm going to start it off tonight. We're going to go through all the games and look at tomorrow. Thank God there's only two for that one. And find out some waiver wire pickups that you can target. Get into your teams. Number one off the bat, it's great to be on the chase down. Uh, great show yesterday by Maddie and Skitty. Absolutely love that on the week uh, midweek grit and grind. We're going to start to look at the end of your week. Now, again, it is week one. Schedule is all over the place. Normality will reign supreme from next week. Biggest takeaway is do not overreact. Max Struess is not one of the greatest NBA players of all time, despite him having an absolute scorching day for the Cleveland Cavaliers today and looking like one of the best players on the planet overall for them. But do we add him? Yeah, we're going to add him, especially if we're in a 14-team league. If you're in a 12, yep, could be 10, no. So we don't go overreacting to what's happening in the first couple of days of the NBA schedule, but there's a lot to get into. First and foremost, let's look at the Atlanta Hawks uh, losing out narrowly today. It was a close one down to the Y, but geez, the Hornets put it together. 116 to the uh, Charlotte Hornets. I love that. I love that jersey. I absolutely love it. It's a, I'm a big Hornets fan from way back. So seeing that one come back in with a little bit of freshness, really big fan. But yeah, Hornets get the win 116 to 110 against Atlanta. Initial thoughts and takeaways. I'm going to give you these every single week. And then I'm going to give you some analysis. First week, yep, they both look good. They look really, really good. And the Miles Bridges business happening in Charlotte didn't weigh them down. Obviously, the door opened up for PJ Washington. He had a very solid preseason. I think the last game wasn't that great for memory off the top of my head. But look, he looked great out there today. Uh, 18 shots on the floor, leading the team in field goal attempts for a start. So that's a very PJ heavy game. You want you guys like LaMelo Ball probably to be your team leader who is. But look, what a wonderful stat line from him showing out across the board. Six rebounds for LaMelo. Ten assists is what you want him for. A steal is not bad, but only 15 points. Look, you get LaMelo because you want points and threes. And the assist that he brings with that is a really nice like bonus. Like Him distributing the ball in Charlotte is what you want for him. So look, overall, a really good day. Scary Terry taking the second most shots on the team. Look, 24 points. This was a late round guy who people were picking up left, right, and center in your drafts. And didn't he just reward you today? Plus 14 in the plus minus, 24 points, six assists, five rebounds for him. No defensive stats because it's Terry Rozier at the end of the day. He can be crafty in steals and get them every now and then, but not really today. It was good to see 33 minutes today, almost a team high for Gordon Hayward. Scary Terry only got one more. But seeing Gordon Hayward out there playing well, that was great. 
That's that you want to see that. And also the kind of game that Gordon Hayward, if he hits your wire because a guy wants to pick up, look, he's going to be a guy who might bounce around the waiver wire this season. He was look, when you invest one of your last round picks in a guy like Gordon Hayward, you're more inclined to probably drop a guy like Gordon Hayward or a hot free agent. Like, oh, it's it's, it's Gordon Hayward. Look, he's he's fine. He gets it. He he's probably slumped for a week or two. Hasn't been great. We haven't seen a healthy Gordon Hayward for a long time. Keep your eyes on Haywood throughout the course of the season because if someone needs to drop Haywood, especially in a very very competitive short league, Haywood is a guy who you can pick up and does it right across the board. And he showed why today. He got a block, a steal, seven assists, eight rebounds. He put in, he didn't hit anything from the three-point line, which was uncommon. He only took one three-pointer, which was interesting for Charlotte today. But here's someone who you're going to pick up. And people will look at points and glean a lot of value out for there. The Atlanta Hawks, Look, it was a well-oiled machine for them for most part of the game, but it just didn't come. It was a pretty narrow rotation, nine guys deep today. The big one here was Jalen Johnson. Didn't get the start, but still played 29 minutes. The other big one today was Ineka Okonglu, only getting 19 minutes. For a lot of us, like myself, I picked up the omelette looking for him to get more of an opportunity after that contract. We all know for now that Clint Capella is the starter in Atlanta. There's no doubt about it. And again, look, what a big day for Clint Capella today. 15 points, six from 10 for the field, three from four from the line, 750% for him. You you love to see 75% from the free throw line from Clint Capella. 13 rebounds, a steal, but no blocks. And that's one of the really big things that you want to get out of Clint Capella. In fact, today, the team only got one block. And it was Jalen Johnson, undisputably probably their best player on the floor today. Again, a late-round guy who showed out in the preseason, who got bumped up in his ADP, who got taken in the 10th round, 11th round sometimes. And look, he slipped here and there, but he was an absolute stud today. Nine from 13 from the field. Look, the free throws, 500%, 50%'s not that great, but seven rebounds, two assists, and two steals. And one of my favorite late-round pickups, Sadiq Bay. Thank you, Sadiq Bay. I look, I didn't have much in a packed day like today. You've got to be judicious with your picks. I benched him in one of my leagues. Those five steals would have been bloody nice. Five steals for Sadiq Bay today. Uh, look, a minus two in the plus minus, but 15 points, one from four from three. If that goes up, and he's hitting that, he, he perfect from the free throw line, 500 from the field, though. That's what I like about Sadiq's game. He, he takes, generally speaking, he's not a very greedy guy with the ball. He'll take his shots. Sure, he'll get his, but that's efficient. 500 from the field is efficient. If one more of those three goes in, he goes 500 from the three-point line. That's really good for Sadiq Bay, And he's still around in a lot of wire situations as well. So keep your eye on him. I'm very curious. DeAndre Hunter, yeah, not that great from DeAndre Hunter today. Obviously, Jalen Johnson really led the way there. And look, we could we could well see the day where DeAndre Hunter comes off the bench and Jalen Johnson comes on. But that's scoring off the bench for the Hawks, really important. AJ Griffin, 10 minutes. Uh, Jalen Johnson, again, 29. And Bogdan Bogdanovich, 24 minutes today, seven points, not really great from the field, only three from nine. One from five for the three-point line. Look, he'll get it going. He's, he's, he's a scorer at the end of the day. But the three steals, the four assists, and the four rebounds are nice and definitely a stream target. Again, the Charlotte Hornets beating the Hawks of Atlanta 116 to 110. Second game today. Oh, geez, I love this one. After talking about the Pacers stack all preseason, I was absolutely excited to see how the Pacers went today. 
And I was disappointed to see Obi Toppin only get 19 minutes today. They opened up their rotation a little bit, obviously because it's a blowout at the end of the day as well. In fact, no starter played over 27 minutes today. LeBron James would be perfect on this team. Uh, <laughs> he's not going to play any more than 29, 30 minutes a night. Look, Obi Toppin today, I'm, I'm going to call it out because I said, a, I love what he did on the floor today. He got a steal. Eh, this One assist isn't great. Four rebounds. Yeah, not bad. Perfect from the free throw line. Two threes, four from nine from the field. 11 points plus seven. Well done, Obi. But Bruce Brown, one of my other favorites in that Pacers stack, absolutely lit it up today against the Washington Wizards, who are a very shit basketball team. They are not very good. In fact, I, I smashed the under, and I'm very happy that I did because they might have had a 39-point first quarter, and that might have been like, oh, geez. If you saw that, if you saw a 39-point first quarter against the Pacers, on the Washington Wizards, that could be a very early season overreaction. They're like, oh my God, they've got so much offense. Yeah, they do, but they just can't defend very well. And that really turned itself around in the next two quarters of basketball. When the Pacers decided to pull their shit together and play basketball today, Tyrese Halliburton, look, didn't he just reward you for one of those picks that he had? Nine from 16 from the field, two from six from three. He didn't get to the free throw line which you would like to see a bit more from Tyrese. Three rebounds is okay, but the 11 assist is tasty, as well as two block shots and a steal. That's just incredible for what you probably burned a top five pick on and absolutely worth it every bit of the way there. Benedict Matherin, really good addition to the starting lineup. I was never dubious of it, and I really wanted to see what was happening with that Buddy Heald situation. But again, plus 14 today, 18 points, five assists, four rebounds, two steals. That's a very well-rounded line for Benedict Matherin. He is now probably going to most of your leagues, but if he is not, he is one of those guys that you definitely want to keep your eye on. In fact, if I have a look down over in the uh, rankings in Yahoo, again, tabbing very, very hard. If I'm going to look over and see what the paces are doing, let me have a look. Yeah, Benedict Matherin is rostered now in 78% of leagues. So your window for him has gone. Obi Toppin, though, 63% of leagues. So there is still an opportunity to pick up some Obi love because I know today Nemhard, he is only rostered in 7%, and he decided to put up today and have an absolute blinder off the bench for those guys today. So Andrew Nemhard picking up some extra minutes, 22 minutes, 12 points, 10 assists for Nemhard. But again, you don't overreact. People started picking him up on the wire today. I saw in a couple of my leagues. Yeah. That's great. But again, the Wizards are shocking and they rolled their bench out there. Jalen Smith came to life. Jarris Walker only played six minutes. Jordan Nowra played six minutes of basketball today, ladies and gentlemen. We're not going to overreact to that because it was an absolute shit show. Kyle Kuzma, obviously, and I said it from the get-go, I've always said that he is the number one guy in Washington this year. It is his team. It was his team last year. In many ways, like he saw himself as the guy with Bradley Beal going down, although KP had that career year. But Kuzma said, this is our town. I want to be the guy in this town. Jordan Poole obviously has a massive ego. And so that's probably going to cause some friction here and there. But look, Kuz today was brilliant. Uh, he, he was. He was very good. 100% from the line, 500% from the floor. You would have loved an extra three. He only got one. The two rebounds from him was disappointing. 
but two blocks. But yeah, that's good for Kuz. And look, he's going to get you more rebounds. That was probably a bit of an aberration right there. But Denny Advia, real rounded stat line there. Daniel Gafford, only 21 minutes on a team that really has no other center of which to speak. The Moose, Mike Mascala, they rolled him out there. Daniel Gallinari, Patrick Baldwin Jr. played three minutes of basketball today. The Wizards aren't good. The biggest takeaway from the Wizards are on draft day, you were taking Poole, Jones, Gafford, Kuzma, and a late round flyer in Advia, and you do not touch anyone else on this team because Delon Wright is the only one you want to look at as a streaming option because he's going to be able to come in there and get you some assists and some rebounds and some steals over the course of the season, but they are not looking very good at all. In fact, I loved the East Coast Cooler. I, I love I'm drinking the Cooler Barlade. I even have a team in a league, I think, called Drink the Cooler Barlade. Uh, look, I love that bloke, but today was not great for him. The preseason hype didn't. In 23 minutes, he only took three shots on the floor, four rebounds, three assists. But why you're really high on him was the defensive stats. Three blocks, very nice. Keep your eyes on him. If you need some defensive stats to help buoy your week, and there is a Saturday-Sunday back-to-back for the Washington Wizards, that's a guy you want to pick up. The Pacers getting the W, 143-120 over the Washington over the Washington Wizards. What a game. The Celtics versus the Knicks. Some old rivalry kind of stuff about this one. I really liked what I saw out right there today. God, Chris Dapsbozingis is moving very, very nice. I've in one of my in my personal league with the first pick today. And in my first pick, I had pick six. Oh, I don't like, I've said it openly. I'm not a big Celtics fan, but I took Jason Tatum anyway. He was massive today. He's filled the box score up 34 points, one block, two steals, four assists, and 11 rebounds. 13 of 22 from the field, three re- uh, three-pointers, three and five of six from the line. That was great. But KP, what a day. What a man. 30 points, four blocks, eight rebounds, nine from 10 from the line. He looks good and fluid in that system. He looks really good and fluid. Look, I did fade. This season, Drew Holiday, I did a thing on Yahoo about that for Dan Titus. Shout out to the team over at Yahoo and, and Dan. I faded Drew Holiday because I was concerned about the fit. Now, he's obviously a presence out there defensively, but to see him in operation with, it's a good team of basketball players, but his direct impact really kind of suffered a little bit. today. he wasn't that great from three. He's going to be better than this. You don't overreact, but this is pretty much going to be normal. Now for the Celtics, this spread of the ball seemed good. It seemed to work minutes-wise. Al Horford getting the most off the bench. They only went four deep. Luke Cornett got some run out there with Al Horford. O'Shea Brissett didn't even play. He was one guy we were looking at the beginning of the season like, oh, Brissett's going to get some minutes. Didn't play today in a very tight game against the Knicks. The Knicks, they look great. One of my favorite last-round picks that I was picking up, Emmanuel Quickly, he did me justice today. Seven from 11 from the field, five from six from the free throw line, six rebounds, four assists, and a steal, 24 points to equal the team top with starter RJ Barrett, Canada's favorite basketballing son, or one of their basketballing sons. They have so many. But Emmanuel quickly was absolutely on fire today. And that's the kind of guy you want to have a look at if he's still around in your league. Because I know that Emmanuel quickly is still out there in a lot of leagues. I did a bit of a look around today because I picked him up and I was like, hmm, I wonder if people got onto that early like I did. I was really hoping some people were out there. And in fact, when I had a look around today, he is only, look, he's not only rostered, he's rostered in 64% of Yahoo leagues. There are still some leagues in Yahoo and on ESPN and in Fantrax 
that Emmanuel quickly is sitting on your waiver wire. He is a pickup. He had that. He is a potential six man of the year candidate. He showed you why today. Quentin Grimes got the start uh, in the point guard spot today, which, oh, sorry, in the shoot. Like they had basically rolled out in the shooting guard spot there today, which is great. RJ Barrett was fine. Like, but this is the rotation they do with quickly. It looks good. And the Knicks really flirted with a possible win on this one. They came back late. They, they kind of undid it in the third quarter. The first quarter really sunk them. Like it's hard to crawl back against a decent Celtics team after being 12 points down after the first quarter. But you want to keep your eyes on that. Dante DiVincenzo, absolute shit show today for him. Josh Hart off the bench. That's If you drafted Josh Hart, you want to see Josh Hart as a starter. You want to see him get those Quentin Grimes minutes. Like you really want to see him get those Quentin Grimes minutes. The big talk, I guess, in breaking news is they're prepared, the Knicks are prepared to do a deal for three guys, including Mitch Robinson, Julius Randle, um, RJ Barrett was floated around in that, um, Hartenstein, Vincenzo, and Fournier, I believe, were the three guys they're throwing around. They're basically putting a package together for three guys. Now, if they get rid of Robinson and Randle, you're going to have to look at what you're going to get back for that. And if it's just Joel Embiid, that's going to present possibly an opportunity there for Josh Hart to get those starter minutes. Keep your eyes on that when that happens, because if he is going to be dropped to your waiver wire over the course of the season, he's still getting you those out of position rebounds in 22 minutes. He picked up six, seven points, two from four from the three-point line. But yeah, you're going to face a point in your league by the looks of it this year where you might have to drop Josh Hart to get one of those hot free agencies only by way that he might not get the minutes. This was, again, this was a close game that they lost in those blowouts or in the games where it, it's like it's not as competitive. He might get some more minutes. Hartenstein is the backup center, 26 minutes, obviously with Mitchell Robinson. Look, he had four fouls, so he wouldn't say that he was in foul trouble. Hartenstein was. He had five of them. But you want to just keep a, a minute on that split because they want to keep Mitch Rob especially healthy over in New York Knicks. But, yep, the Celts get the win, 108 to 104. Talking about shit teams from earlier, the Houston Rockets, are they tanking again? Are they that bad? I know one of my mates in the Molten chat, shout out, is like a massive fan of them. But they were absolutely shithouse. They they are going to be better. But you can't overreact to this. But it was not a very good showing from the the Rockets of Houston. Uh, Jabari Smith Jr., seven points. Everyone wanted more for him. Look, they basically pulled their guys off. I was very surprised to see that Fred Van Fleet, in a blowout, played 34 minutes. I was really, I was really curious by that. And also them having two greens, Jay Greens is not fun when you're looking at a box score. I'm like, wait a second. Did Jalen Green come off the bench? No, it was Javante Green that came off the bench. Uh, look, they weren't very good today at all. Their efficiency, their their efficiency is going to be terrible. The Houston Rockets efficiency is going to be absolutely shithouse. Not one starter got plus figures today. They were atrocious. Their defensive stats, they got one block in the whole game of any starter. Reggie Bullock got one. Jay Sean Tate got one off the bench. Their defense was not very good. And that's why they got smacked by the Orlando Magic, 116 to 86. They are going to be better under M.A. Odoka. We all know when he took over the reins of the Boston Celtics, there was teething problems. They coalesced as a group where they went through the fire. But I didn't anticipate them hitting the over this year in Houston. And this is one of the reasons why. 
getting an absolute drumming by the Orlando Magic, who were a middle-of-the-pack Eastern Conference team, to be fair. Yeah, that's not very good. And especially because it was a bit of a Paolo Bancaro, Jabari Smith Jr., 1-2. I was looking forward to that battle. But because it was such a blowout, I didn't get to see it. Paolo Bancaro was decent today. He was really good. Five assists, five rebounds, a steal. Uh, Look, 12 points. Yeah, he was efficient. He only took six shots. Because Franz Wagner, he was fantastic. He took the most attempts on the team with 12. Apart from Cole Anthony also sharing it and Jalen Suggs. So Jalen Suggs getting the start there. We all wanted that Suggs-Dick combination. We didn't get it. But in fact, we get to see him again, woefully inefficient from the field, Jalen. Markel Fultz was a really nice late round point guard ad. I've picked him up in a couple of leagues. And I know that he's actually still around in a couple of shallower leagues, like, sorry, like, competitive leagues and like 10 team leagues. You could probably get Fultzy occasionally on your wire, but look, he was solid as he was solid as houses for them today. Five from nine from the floor. He didn't get to the free throw line, which is good because he's not well known for being a free throw shooter. Four rebounds, two assists, which you really want to see that pump up for him. Three steals as well, though. You really like that for Markel Fultz because he really does bring you those defensive numbers today. Uh, Jonathan Isaac, it's someone that we want him to watch. And watch we shall. 14 minutes today in the blowout. They didn't need to or anything else. Joel Ingles rolled out there and didn't score a thing in 18 minutes. Gary Harris, who did not get announced as part of the basketball team in the introductions at the beginning of the se- at the beginning of the game. If you want to smack in your face from your organization, it's not putting you in the intro tape and just wondering what the hell is going on with you, you with you. Like are, are you are you getting paid millions of dollars to play basketball? Yes. Are they going to put you on the Jumbotron? No, Gary. No, they're not. Look, Chumaro Kiki, five minutes. Mo Wagner, 15 minutes. Gogo Badadze, five. This rotation was all over the place today. But the 14 minutes for Isaac was very good. He hit one three, two from three from the line, four rebounds. He got a block, but it's just good to see the minutes there. There is a pathway for him to get some. Like Wendell Carter Jr., great in the center spot. Nothing really to like go in deep over here with this game, apart from the fact that the Rockets suck and they need to do a lot better than that one. All right, next up in our Mammoth one is a one-point squeaky, squeak-it-out win for the Cleveland Cavaliers. I know Jake Skidmore would have been absolutely thrilled. Good on you, Skiddy. They got the win over the Nets today. As I said at the top of the show, look, 39 minutes for Maxi Struess. Big one from him. Second most shot attempts on the team Seven from 13. Steph? Hello, Steph? Hello, Steph Strauss? Struzy boy? My Lord, 12 rebounds to go with it. Two assists, a steal, and a block, plus 13. 27 points to equal the top score on the team, along with Donovan Mitchell. That is absolutely huge for Max Struess. I'm probably going to – I've probably added him in a couple of leagues. I've just probably seen the opportunity there, and I'm like, yep, you're better than – this guy, boom, done straight away. Drop someone out. Didn't even have to think about it. If that role is going to be there for Max Struess, that's brilliant because we were concerned at the Cavs pot at the beginning of the season. We discussed Struess versus Karis Levert. And do they just want Karis to be that scorer and lead the second unit? Well, Karis Levert still had 31 minutes today. Now, again, we probably can't glean too much from this minutes wise yet. Because Jarrett Allen didn't play today. He was injured. He is listed as day today. Mobley played that center role to get off there. Damian Jones got 11 minutes. 
Isaac Okoro was the small forward and they played kind of that quick, nimble ball. It was really good to see from the Cavs today. Like that smaller ball lineup with Evan Mobley as the, as the center and the rim deterrent really worked for them. But if this is the lineup they're going to roll out there and Struess takes those Okoro minutes, yeah, I can, I can see this working for Struess. So he, he's definitely like someone who I'm going to look at. Again, as I said, if you're in a 14-team league, add Max Struess this second. Run, don't walk to your waiver wire. Pick up Max Struess. If you've got a dead shit on your team who you weren't really happy drafting in the first place and you're just waiting for someone, pick him up. Pick up Max Struess in a 12-team. You've got nothing to lose. This is a guy who looks to possibly be getting the start in Cleveland. And he fits well into their side on what they're doing. They needed that wing defender. They needed that wing attack guy. They didn't get what they wanted in the Karras, even though they've recommitted to him. They like him off the bench there. If he's going to stick around and do this, yeah, he's going to be value. We liked him last year in Miami. We like him when he plays. And this was a game that definitely puts him on the radar. And yeah, I've picked him up in a couple of leagues because why not? I've got space to burn. I've got waiver picks to burn. And you do too. So make sure you put those to good use for this one. The Brooklyn Nets were interesting. They were they were competitive in this one. Claxton went down for a, for a second. Not a great game from my guy, Clacko. Uh, seven rebounds, seven points, four assists, the three blocks I like. The big story here, though, was Mikhail Bridges. 12 field goal attempts, 20 points, four assists, six rebounds. This was a guy that we were concerned about being the number one option in your team. People were jumping on him in the second round, being like, oh, no, I'm going to burn that. Look, I just... I don't, I didn't see it. I liked it, but I was higher on Cam Johnson. Look, the guy who was him today, obviously with 21 shots, was Cam Thomas. You couldn't shut the guy off. 36 points, two from three, but he was getting a bucket. Eight from 11 from the line. Is this an apparition? I don't know. Are are they going to let Cam Thomas play that much in Brooklyn? I just think he was hot today and they fed the hot hand. But if you want to just take a stab at it and pick him up and see if this is going to become something, by all means, go ahead. I'm not going to besmirch Cam Thomas. He's done that enough to himself over the course of the years. But if this is the performance that he's going to be putting up and be getting these kind of minutes in this Brooklyn side, yeah, you want to pay attention to it. The thing was the starters, 35 minutes for Mikhail Bridges, only 26 for Cam, 28 for Claxton who went you know, to the, to the uh, locker rooms, came back. 24 for Dinwiddie, 23 for Ben Simmons. Look, Simmons did okay. Two from the six from the field. That's fair. But the 10 rebounds and the nine assists, if you're in a league that counts triple doubles in 23 minutes, yeah, he's probably going to put them up if he gets a few more shots that Cam Thomas isn't taking or anyone isn't taking on the team and he makes them. In 23 minutes, he put up 10 rebounds and nine assists. This is why you get Ben Simmons for the counting stats. One block, not bad. You'd like to see more but that's a bad idea from him. But again, the big news today was Max Struess, picking him up for sure, putting him on your radar. And also Cam Thomas are two of the pickups from today that have also, it's reflected in all pickups across the league. These are the guys that people have really acted on immediately after their performances today. The next one is the Heat eking out a win a win against the Detroit Pistons. This was an interesting game. At halftime, the Pistons looked done. A 32 to 18 second quarter for the Miami Heat. Yeah, they were not looking good, but they turned around in that second half. And the the big thing for me was Killian Hayes today. Killian Hayes getting the start was very interesting. 
I thought he was almost out of favor in the organization. I was really curious to see what was going to happen. But we believe Jaden Ivey was going to get the run. They said Killian was going to get some. Zero from six from three from Killian is what kills you with him. Ten points, three assists, two steals, and a block. Yet some filler figures there, but not great efficiency. But guess who then turned his efficiency around in the second half of that game? Cade Cunningham. He was the number one Detroit Piston going off everyone's draft board. We all had high hopes for Cade after last season's injury-riddled year after 12 games. It was great to see him back, hitting four from nine from three. That's great to see from him. Look, he didn't get to the free throw line at all, and I want Cade to be aggressive. He's a big-bodied point guard. He can Those smaller point guards, he can put them on notice, and if he can get to that line and convert – his efficiency is going to go through the roof. The 30 points is nice. The nine assists, yeah, we love that. The steal, tick, block, tick, and the three-bit rebounds. Look, he'll probably get more of those. A really great first game out the blocks here. But Jalen Duran, 32 minutes as the starting center. Yeah, we love that. We don't love him being shit at free throws. The one from three, you ding you. But the eight from 11 from the field, the 14 rebounds, the four assists, and the four blocks with the 17 points, yeah, that is absolutely great going from him. And they're committed to Isaiah Stewart. They are absolutely committed to Isaiah Stewart in that power forward spot. Two from three from three-point land. He is there as a four-spacing power forward. That's what he did today. The 14 rebounds show you that they want him to be out there for those boards. The two assists are there. He was a plus seven with 14 points. But the guy getting the five block shots today, but one from seven from the field. Look, this is what it's going to be with the Sar Thompson. This is exactly what it's going to be. It's going to be feast and famine right throughout the season. He'll be better than this efficiency. But the five block shots on debut in the NBA with seven rebounds and three assists, they're some good numbers. But the inefficiency from the free throw line and the field goal percentage and the lack of points, if he's not, if he's getting this, people are going to be frustrated by that. Like, yeah, the five blocks are great. But is he going to be the NBA's best shot blocker every single game? No. He is not going to lead the league in block shots this year. Not to say that he can't block them or be good at block shots, but he's not going to get five every single game. So when those go away and these inefficiencies stay, this is a guy you want to look to see who's going to be frustrated in your league. And if you've got someone like later in the season that you can drop who you're frustrated with, yeah, you might want to change tact and pick up Asar Thompson because if his jump shot goes, if his efficiency goes up and some of those other stats and those peripherals stay, yeah, yeah, that's a guy you want to get on your team. Today, Kevin Love, turning back the clock, 13 points. Look, he's going to be a streamer for rebounds, some points and some threes. Three three three-pointers today from K-Love. Love that. Butler, Jimmy back doing Butler things. It's not great from the field today, but look, they, they eked out the win here. Bam was really the number one guy today in town. Eight from 10 from the line, seven from 13 from the field, eight rebounds, three assists and two blocks, doing it all across the way with uh, Tyler Hero being inefficient with that chip on his shoulder, but filling it up with three steals, three assists, two rebounds. Duncan Robinson off the bench, an absolute stream for three-pointers. The rest of the bench was a really tight rotation of uh, a Martin, Bryant, and uh, and one mate, Dennis Smith. Look, this is what it's going to be. The, the curious thing with this rotation was Josh Richardson was out today. So I don't know what I'm seeing here. The interesting thing was Kyle Lowry took one shot. Kyle Lowry took one shot in basketball. He got two rebounds, 
two assists, two steals, and yeah, he got a block, but Kyle Lowry was just out there. Do they? I'm I am convinced that he is going to be moved to the bench the second Richardson's back. They're going to roll almost a point by committee approach. Tyler Hero will be the point guard. Josh Richardson will be the shooting guard. And Kyle Lowry will will move to the bench and facilitate that role. I'm absolutely convinced of that today because in 32 minutes, I could probably have done that. I think you could have probably have done that. I Maybe not the two steals. Maybe not the block. But if the ball bounced in front of me, I could probably catch it twice. And I could definitely be freaked the fuck out enough on an NBA basketball court when two guys run at me just to try and do something and stop me still goring or doing anything. Not that I have any hope of that in the first place. I could probably throw the ball to the one guy who's open and they could probably shoot the shot and get it in. I mean, he was a plus four, but the thing is this, is Kyle Lowry looks cooked. There were some preseason games where he looked okay and said, oh, I'll get some value from him. But there's no value in that. There is no value to having a guy on your roster who plays 32 minutes of basketball to give you one shot while on the floor, two assists, and two rebounds. Look, the two steals, again, and the block are nice. Three stocks. I'm not going to besmirch that. That's awesome. But the rest of those very empty stats are not going to help you win your league. In fact, it's 0% from field goal for the day for you, zero points. And he didn't take a free throw to help boy you. And he can take free throws and hit them. Yeah, they eked out the win. One point, the Miami Heat over the Detroit Pistons today. God, there's a lot of basketball games. Uh, the Timberwolves and the Raptors today. The Raptors, another solid, another close win today. 97 to 94. Top performers being Anthony Edwards and OG Ananobi. Look, I've got OG in a couple of leagues and I love having that pick today. I love seeing how it works together today for the uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves as well. Look, they really are stretching the floor with Cat. They're really moving Cat away. He took 10 three-point attempts today. He took 10 threes, the most on the team. They're obviously playing Gobert down at that dunker spot. They are committed to moving him. This is not going to be a successful basketball team for as long as that plays out. Not going to fiddle that harp. But yeah, look, not very good today. It, it didn't look great. Anthony Edwards taking 27 shots. We love that. We love the 26 points. We love the 14 rebounds from Ant. That's massive. The one assist, not that great. And no defensive stats, not really good there. Slow-mo, look, he's nine rebounds, five assists, two steals, seven points. He's going to be a, a waiver wire target all year long. But the Raptors today, really nice team basketball from them. Yucca Pertle can hit a free throw for me in one of my leagues and I'd be much happier. But this is why I have him. 100% from the field, 11 rebounds, a steal and a block. He could get a couple more blocks, but he can't maybe if Scotty Barnes is getting you five. Scotty Barnes, bounce back Barnesy. If the, the efficiency comes back from Barnes from the field, he's got it. He's absolutely got it in his main bag. A team high 37 minutes today, six from 16 from the field, uh, eight rebounds, five assists, two steals, five block shots, 17 points. You love to see that from bounce back Barnsley. But what a well-rounded line from OG Ananobi. 20 points, three blocks, two steals, an assist, and six rebounds. I say well-rounded by way of, yeah, some more assists would be nice. But it wasn't what he was doing today. Guys like Pascal out there, six assists and seven rebounds. But what I like about OG was the three-pointers. Four from nine and 100% from the stripe. I love that. And plus 500 from my field goal efficiency. 
absolutely love that for his journey. And that's why you took OG in probably your fourth round. Fourth or fifth round, OG Ananobi is going to return that value for you each and every single time today. No real notes here to pick up on apart from that. They ran their things. Dennis Schroeder, again, a really serviceable late round. He didn't do any of the peripherals today. He didn't do any of the steals that he can get his hands on. The field goal efficiency, over 400, 450, we like that. The threes, he got four of them, 500% from the three-point line. We like that, and 100% from the line. Dennis Schroeder, a really nice late round pickup. And a good win for the Toronto Raptors to start their season, who I believe I took the over on last minute. Look, Chet Holgren, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I, I don't know. It looks to be on social media that we just love to love Wemby, but we love to take the piss out of Chet. Because I saw so many notifications today for Chet being on the ground or Chet being broken. I mean, yes, let's be honest. It was Andre Drummond who took the man's soul today on a crossover dribble. Ladies and gentlemen, today, in the NBA news, I should play the thing that Maddie has, the, the breaking news. Yes, today in NBA news, Andre Drummond stole the basketball from a gangly guy dribbling at the three-point line. He then took him coast-to-coast, crossed him over, took his soul, and then dunked it on the rookie. And yet, that's a big welcome to the NBA moment, but it's not going to be that way the whole time. And we all know right now that they are desperately in need of a big man. Like they rolled Case on Wallace out there today, which I really love seeing Case on get out there. 13 points from Case on Wallace in 90 minutes, 100% from three, 100% from the floor from Case on. Only two rebounds and an assist there and a block. But Case on Wallace, like I love seeing him out there as that little point guard bloke. I love seeing the guard depth they've got. You've got Wiggins, Isaiah Joe, man. I love that. But where's your center? They've got Bertans. He can maybe play a power forward center role. They've got him listed as small forward on ESPN, I'm pretty sure. But Chet Holgren in that power forward center spot is going to get eaten by some bigger guys. He played only 25 minutes today, but he still looked okay. You don't like you don't break the glass in case of emergency, and you just hope he doesn't break his legs because he's so just sticky. He's just so stick, manny. But four from seven from the field, two from three from three. The free throws weren't good today. One from three from Chet. Look, he does shoot better than that. The four rebounds, you want more again. But he's going up against Andre Drummond. You know, he's going up against an all, he's going up against Vooch. These are good rebounders today. So look, I'm not too concerned on Chet. Three assists, a steal, but no block shots was disappointing from Chet. I would love to have seen him get those arms out there and do some of that. Look, Jalen Williams was nice, 16 points, five assists, a steal. Um, three rebounds, perfect from the line, two from six from three, five from 11. Shea Gildas-Alexander, though, what an outstanding. Look, you took him in the first five picks, probably at pick number three, and this was a guy who absolutely returned you favor in your day. Love absolutely everything that we're seeing from Shea coming out, and that was an absolute scorchingly good day from him. Well played to Shea Gildas-Alexander, player of the game in this one. Uh, Good to see Giddy, 16 points, six of six, six rebounds, filling it up. Um, Poku. Yep, two minutes of the game. Not good. But Usman Jang, he was out there getting some minutes today. You want to keep an eye on him coming off your bench. But look, not a lot there. Isaiah Joe coming in and knocking down those threes. This is what Isaiah Joe does. 500 from the three-point line, three of six, three from four from the line. This is what he does. He is there scoring off the bench, and that's what he's going to bring you. Today, the Bulls. I took the under on them for the season because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. Kobe White was the big news, I guess, in fantasy land. 
No one else was talking about anyone else doing anything else apart from Kobe White getting that starting role after they brought in Javon Carter in the offseason. He only saw 16 minutes today, Javon, one from four from the field, and they were all from the line. He didn't really conduct much of the offense with only two assists and a rebound. So he's really just around. It's really they've invested in Kobe White being the point guard of this team after bringing him in. Two, his efficiency is going to be better, but it's much the muchness. We're looking at the we're looking at the same Chicago Bulls that we've had for years. Demar Derozan, twenty points, a block, a steal, two assists, five rebounds. Fooch, almost a double double, eleven points. He only took eight shots, which was so concerning. Eight shots for him. This is the thing. Kobe White loves the ball and to score as well. This is why he was separated from the starters in Chicago. This DeMar DeRozan taking the most shots on the team was something that I thought might not happen this year. I thought it was really going to move into Zach Levine territory a little bit more, you know, an aging DeRozan. I was a little bit unsure of how it's going to be shaking out over there in Chicago. And, and this is showing me right now that they're, they're not going to be that competitive throughout. The, it's going to be the status quo. We're going to see what we've had from them. They're a middle of the pack bunch. And today, if you can still get him on your waiver wire or someone's going to drop him because of the inefficiencies, Kobe White's the only one there. Otherwise, you're not really touching anyone else on that team. The uh, the OKC Thunder getting the win over the Chicago Bulls. Yep, this one I'm really happy to talk about. The Pelicans and the Grizz. This was an absolutely brilliant game. It was competitive right from the jump. The big news here for this one is Jaron Jackson Jr. got put on the poster and wasn't that great today. In fact, the player of the game for the Grizzlies was the one that you really hoped that you were the the you really hoped that you were. This is the thing that pisses me off. If you were pick one, and then you were the last, like the first pick of the last round, and you got waiver wire priority one, and you had the first pick, and you got someone like Jokic on your team, and you built around him, you could have just walked into Xavier Tillman, who was absolutely great today. Look, I love that he's stretching the floor out there. He took five shots from three point land. He only made one of them. But seven from 16, 12 rebounds, four assists, three steals, and a block, 17 points from Xavier Tillman. He was the big news there. But the five blocks from Triple J, love that. Four from four from the line, love that. But only nine shots. That was a bit concerning. People burned a second-round pick on Triple J, and he's going to be better than this. But it's opening up a buy low window with one more of these games that if people if, if they're punting blocks and he's just giving them blocks and they're semi-competitive in that, but they want something else, you might be able to get Triple J for some value. Because yeah, this shows that you might be able to. Because people don't want a guy who's only taken nine shots and giving them no three-pointers. The free throw efficiency is there. The rebound wasn't even a team high. Tillman got that one. But it's very interesting what's going to happen on this team. Conchar was out. Ja Morant is out. You know, they, they really ran this nine-man rotation. And this is pretty much it. Roddy was the guy with 28 minutes off the bench who you want to keep your eye on. Five rebounds and two assists. Desi Bain, he looked great out there today, though. Desmond Bain looked absolutely comfortable and confident. Five three-pointers, 31 points, five assists, five rebounds, two steals, and a block. Marcus Smart. Just look like Marcus Smart. 17 points, two steals, three assists, and no rebounds. Zaire Williams out there. Look, Zaire didn't really do much. You're not going to really touch on him. But the big news today is they're going up against last year's darling team in the New Orleans Pelicans. People were really high on the Pels to start last season, and it just didn't happen. This is happening. It is happening. This is great. I love seeing this. 
Zion Williamson, 32 minutes playing basketball out there, doing all of the things that you need him to do. The posters were nice. The energy was really nice. Nine from 17 from the field, five from seven from the line. Look, he's not the best free throw shooter to start with, but you love that. Seven rebounds, three assists, 23 points from him. But CJ McCollum turning back the clock. What a what a great performance from CJ today. Again, another late round point guard that you could get plus 100 or around that 100 marker. Today, six threes, eight from 16 from the field, 100% from the line, four rebounds, six assists, two steals and a block, 24 points. You love that from him. Ingram, 19 points, six assists, seven rebounds, two steals in there. Herb Jones, uh, Herbie goes Herbie goes to New Orleans, 13 points, one steal, one block, eight rebounds and three assists from Herbie. Good on for him. But the uh, the big the big thing to pay attention to here was Dyson Daniels, 19 minutes, the most minutes off the bench for the Memphis Grizzlies. I like what this shows. I like that he's getting a little bit of run out there as a defensive stopper. Two steals and a block is nice for Dyson. It only took one three, but six shots off the bench. In a team that obviously was distributing the ball off that second unit or just coming in there to do their role, look, we love Dyson Daniels, obviously an Aussie bloke. We want to see good things for him, but he really needs a pathway to minutes. So getting the most minutes off this bench was really good to see. But this team looked to be absolutely clicking, especially when you look at Valanciunas, 29 minutes. Having him out there, he took two, he took four threes. He hit two of them again, stretching the floor, two from two, 12 rebounds, an assist, and a block. I saw him dropped in two leagues. You want to scoop in and get him, you're going to be able to get Because again, when Zion goes down, they still need a center. He is a very reliable late round center. Mick Dell and I spoke about it on the Senate Tears podcast. He's someone who is going to return value if you get him off the wire and drop you like your worst player at the end of the year. Because people were taking him late and he is going to come back and put up those kind of numbers every single game for you. The Kings, yep. They got the win today versus the Utah Jazz, 130 to 114. They looked absolutely electric. They looked really good. And, and Sabonis stretched the floor. He went 500 from three. He dropped one in there, eight from 13, 22 points, 12 rebounds, five assists, one steal, and two blocks. Such for Sabonis. You love to see it. But Harrison Barnes, geez, Mother Mary and Joseph, he keeps on doing this to us every single season. He'll come out of the box and he'll score 87,000 points very, very quickly. And then you might not do anything for a long run. People will be jamming on their waiver wire for him because he went undrafted in many, many leagues. Harrison Barnes today, absolutely scorching hot for them. So if you want to pick him up and see where this goes and ride the hot hand, yep, absolutely do it by all means. Jump on there and get a run with Harry Barnes uh, because, yep, he's putting up the numbers. And good on him. You're going to be able to pick up Harrison Barnes in your league throughout the course of the season. But when he stops being this guy, when he stops being him, because him is the saying we all use these days, yeah, drop him. Drop him like a hot potato and pick up someone else in your league. Keegan Murray, good to see him getting 30 minutes out there today. Four from nine from the line, one from one, uh, eight rebounds, an assist, a steal, and two blocks. Great for Keegan, 15 points. De'Aaron Fox, look, he starts slow. And he ramps up every single year. I swear to God, you've been able to buy a low on him here and there. He's he's going to be one of the best clutch players in the NBA. Five from six from the line, we love for him. Six from 18, that's not the efficiency we saw from De'Aaron last year. Five rebounds, six assists, a steal and a block. We love that. And Kevin Herter, 
the disappearing act who's still on a milk carton somewhere looking to be missing from last year's NBA playoffs. Three from nine, one from five from three, five rebounds, two assists, and seven points. The biggest minutes off the bench there, Malik Monk. Now, this is going to be a guy you're going to stream in your league. He took nine shots from deep today. He only hit two of them. He's going to kill you by way of efficiency. But when that man is hot, he is pretty much the only one you want to be looking at to pick up today. Uh, JaVale McGee, some backup center minutes there. If you're looking for field goal percentage at the end of your week, look, he'll do it for you, four from four. But again, he's not going to get that much. And today, it was an absolute big win for them. So he rolled out there a bit much. Today, we were all curious to see how the fit of John Collins in the regular season went in Utah. Look, it went all right. They weren't very good today, Utah. They weren't. And in fact, the the point guard experiment of Taylor Horton Tucker, it started off okay. And then it didn't go anywhere. Like he took 22 minutes for the game, three from nine, two from four from deep, four assists, no steals, one block shot, and one rebound. Larry Markinen, 19 points, six from 15, two from six, five from six from the line. Uh, 10 rebounds, an assist, and two steals. Look, those are very Lowry numbers. And like I said, John Collins is the starter. Stretching the floor out, perfect from the line. Six from 11, 11 rebounds, two assists, a steal. Still minus nine. They weren't very good. They weren't very good. And Deontay George, I wanted to see what happened with him. He only got 19 minutes. But the guy who saw the most minutes on the team today was one Jordan Clarkson. And because he was out there in the match, he put up 24 points, which is what Jordan Clarkson does. But I like the six assists from him and the four rebounds. This is a guy you could probably trade for in your league with a late round pick. If they've, if they've got a lot of points and the team's crushing points and they need those outside peripheral stats like steals and blocks, Clarkson is a guy, if you're in need of points, you want to get in. If he's going to do some distribution like this and get six assists and four rebounds every single game, well, yeah. That's a guy you want to look at getting on your team as the season progresses in Utah because they're still not very good. The beginning of last season for them was an apparition. Like we all love seeing that for them, but then it didn't go anywhere. And it's not going to go anywhere this year by the looks of it. Second last game of the day was the Mavs getting the win 126-119 over the Spurs. Devin Vassell and Luka Doncic, the respectively best players for the Spurs and for the Mavericks. Look, Luka doing Luka things. I gave the advice the other day. People were like, you don't draft Luca that high. I'm like, yes, you absolutely do because he's going to put up triple doubles. He's not going to be that efficient. He's going to cook your free throw percentage if you're going to get that out the window. Three from 11 from deep. Don't like that much. But Kyrie only went one of eight from three. And he is a much better three-point shooter. Like this was a, the, the Mavericks eked this win out today. The interesting thing here was Derek Lively starting the second half. Played 31 minutes. 10 rebounds, one assist, one steal, one block, 16 points. Derek Lively was dropped in the preseason. I don't know why. Some people didn't like his last game. They didn't think he was going to return much value from them. And that's fine because right now he is hitting some waiver wise. So be very, again, this is where you need to be active in your league. I'm actually going to find out how many he's on uh, with Utah right now, but he was getting dropped left, right, and center. So if Derek Lively got dropped in your league because of that preseason hype and then he played like shit and he went undrafted or you just weren't keen, yet you might want to change tact, especially if you're looking for a forward and going on him. Because currently, he's only drafted and he's only rostered in 31% of Yahoo leagues. Now, if he's going to get that start, you must add him in 12-team leagues, must add him in 14-team leagues. 10-team leagues, probably not. But yeah, that's definitely a guy with that kind of role. If he's going to put up those kind of numbers, across the box score, 
yeah, you, you get him into your side pretty notably. Maxi Kleber, it wasn't the guy today. And, and I don't see that working out too far. I see Kleber moving back to the bench role. Derek Lively moving in there. So look, he came back out and absolutely, we, we do overreact a little bit. You want to overreact because you want that on your team. And if you can get it right now, you get in there quick. Only four minutes for Seth Curry off the bench. Josh Green, 30 minutes for him. Good to see Greeny getting some run in there. 11 points. But look, Luca today, absolutely. Derek Jones Jr., 12 minutes. Wasn't very good. Wasn't very good. But Kyrie, look, he'll be better than this. Slow start to the season. They still got the W. 22 points, six assists, a steal, two rebounds. One only went to the line once. I think it was in the third quarter or early in the fourth quarter. You want to see him attacking the rim and getting more. He didn't finish with his usual panache. Like I even saw him hit that little mid, like that little floater up. This is usually boom, in, not there. Probably more energy from Kyrie. Let's see how that shakes out with Kyrie over in Dallas today. Obviously, our eyes were on Victor Wenbanyama today, who had foul trouble. Look, the whole team had foul trouble. Of the starters. Only Devin Vassell had two personal fouls. The rest had four with Wemby having five. And they lost this one down the stretch to a Dallas side that really fought back and climbed back into this game. Uh, Wemby and Yama today, five rebounds, two assists, two steals, one block, six from nine, three from five from three, 15 points. Look, it's well-rounded, but people were drafting him in the second round with like the 13th, 14th, 15th pick. And that is not 13th, 14th, 15th pick value. Like he's not going to be there right now in that. Like that's not how that works. So people are going to jump on him and they wanted the the feeling of drafting Victor Wembanyama today. But again, Mark Williams, much better center pickup today overall, you would argue, than Victor Wembanyama. He was fantastic. So these are the guys, again, who when we overdraft a guy, there were other centers out there like who do better. People were really, really jumping high on him. So I was very curious to see how it shaked up coming the regular season. And he's going to be better. But a guy who was absolutely fantastic tonight was Devin Vassell. You'd like to see his three-point efficiency increase. He was one from six from three, nine from 17, five rebounds, three assists, two steals. You love that from Vassell. The Sohan point guard experience, I'm here for it and I love it. 13 points, five assists, one steal, eight rebounds, two from four from one, three from six from the free throw line not a fan of. You want, again, the efficiency needs to improve for that to really have a good comeback. But Chetty Osman, I really like seeing, now this is this is two things here. We want to talk about the bench of the, of, of the Spurs. The guys who got the minutes were Chetty Osman and Trey Jones. Trey Jones went undrafted in some leagues and Trey Jones got dropped because Sohan became the starter. Now he still played 25 minutes, five from seven from the floor, two from three from three, Perfect from the line, five rebounds, six assists, 16 points. If someone has dropped Trey Jones and you have a shithouse point guard that is on the bench or you who hasn't done much right now, pick up Trey Jones. Pick up Trey Jones because the Sohan experiment is an experiment. And we'll see how long that plays out. Keldon Johnson today was fantastic. Seven from 15, 17 points, nine rebounds, seven assists. Look, Spursy in basketball. Spursy in basketball today by the Spurs, funnily enough. Lots of movement. Listen, look at the assists. Zach Collins, three assists. Sohan, five assists. Keldon Johnson, seven assists. Wemby, two assists. Vassell, three assists. Trey Jones, six assists. They were just passing it and moving it. It was very Spursy in basketball. And this is what this team does. But there is a role in this team 
for streaming in guys like Trey Jones or getting him onto your team, especially if you're in a 14-team league, that's a guy to pick up. In a 12-team league, let's see how that pans out. But definitely a 14-league ad is Trey Jones. Uh, second last game of the day today before we get into reviewing the games that are coming. Uh, last game, sorry, of today. Jeez, there were so many games. Malcolm Brogdon. Jeez, didn't he look good today? Malcolm Brogdon, uh, the Clippers getting the win, 123 over the Portland Trailblazers. Brogdon got those extra minutes because it was what it was. But the big news for me today was DeAndre Ayton looking like shit. He only took four shots from the field. They were absolutely smacked about. The Clippers just put the hurt on him in the first three quarters, and that was just enough. Two from four for DeAndre Ayton. 19, he wasn't dominating anything. 12 rebounds, three steals was nice and a block, sure. But people wanted him for the points. It's kind of this weird oxymoron. Like, what? He did really, he got four stocks today? DeAndre Ayton? Amazing. But you drafted him to get that, that 20 points a game and the rebounds. Now, the rebounds were there, but four shot attempts? Yeah, not that great. Big news, Scoot Henderson, the rookie. Nice little debut from him. Not Good from the three-point line. Okay, from the free-throw line. Four assists, three rebounds. No defensive stats, 11 points. Negative 16. Anthony Simons, 18 points. Negative 27. Jeez. Two steals, four assists, and two rebounds today. Look, it's going to take some time to coalesce with this team, no matter what they put out there. But they just weren't very good. Robert Williams, the, three, the I loved picking up him late in drafts. 10 points, five from seven. The free throws kooked me, but the seven rebounds, the three steals, and the block was nice. But Malcolm Brogdon, just seeing those guys play basketball together, it was very much their Boston Celtics days, and they clicked. You could just see them click immediately. 23 minutes for Brogdon, eight from 16, three from five from three, perfect from the line, five assists, a couple of rebounds in there, 20 points for the game. But Shaden Sharp, someone who I was quite high on in the season, he had a bit of a burner, 14 points. Uh, Two rebounds, sorry, six rebounds, three assists, and a steal. Keep your eyes on Shaden Sharp. Just keep your eyes on him. I know Anthony Simons is the guy there, but they're going to roll the young guys out over the course of the season as Shaden's been there for a little while. But there's nothing else really to write home about with this team, to be fair. That was pretty much it. Uh, the Clippers today looked really good. Oh, they looked really good. Russell Westbrook looked really good in 29 minutes, 11 points. 13 assists, five rebounds. Zubach, 20 points today. Just absolutely dominating in the middle right there. 12 rebounds, 20 points. I wonder whose stats they could have been. Oh, no. Yeah, no, that was Zub no, definitely Zubach. Not DeAndre Ayton. And four stocks. Nope, yep. Double checking it. It is definitely, definitely Zubach. Not DeAndre Ayton. So this is, again, the value you can get off these centers. Now, that's not going to be him every single night, but you know who I want to have 23 points, six assists, five rebounds, a steal and a block every single night on absolutely incredible efficiency? Kawhi Leonard. Now, I didn't like that you didn't get to line tonight. I want to see him attacking, but with the injuries, I understand why not. But five from five from three-point land, jeez, I love seeing him play basketball. 27 points for Paul George, three steals, six assists, three rebounds, and Rocco, five points. Three steals, a block, like four stocks from him. You get him in there for the defensive steps. You stream him. But the rest of the team, look, not that much to speak about, apart from Bones Highland. 
And Norm Powell off the bench. Now, Norm wasn't very efficient today, but Bones Highland rolled out there in that backup point guard, shooting guard spot today, six from 11. He's out there to get points and buckets. So if you are looking for uh, some point streams and some three-point streams towards the end of your week, yep. Bones Highland is the guy on a back-to-back at the end of your week you want to absolutely roll out there because he will get buckets on a team that will rest guys and he will have an opportunity to get there. That wraps up our review of the scores and the pick-ins for today. Looking ahead to tomorrow's league, there is only two games being played tomorrow, the 76ers versus the Bucks. I am taking the Bucks and the Suns and the Lakers. I'm going to take the Lakers. I'm going to take the Lakers in this one. Look, having a look at how they're shaking out the last couple of days for these guys, Josh Okogie is being one of the hottest ads in fantasy basketball because of his performance the other day. Josh Okogie is not going to be that good every single day, but he is a reasonably good basketball player and he is going to have the opportunity to get minutes. He's played very well the other day. Bradley Beal is still under a bit of a question mark, but again, if you're looking for the streams of the day, The big news I think we have to focus on for these two teams is this, for the Suns and the Lakers game, is that LeBron James is only going to be playing 29 to 30 minutes a night. The one person who I see getting the biggest benefit from this, apart from obviously Anthony Davis and Austin Reeves and the starters, is Ruby Hachimura. He is the arch type, the body type that fills that similar role in the scheme of things in LA. Torian Prince has the start beside LeBron, So that's going to be minutes for Rui or Jared Vanderbilt. Jared Vanderbilt is out again tomorrow with that injury by the looks of it. So Rui is the guy you might want to target in. Again, there's no one really else on the Lakers side. Gabe Vincent to pick up if you need a point guard. But that first game against the Nuggets didn't go that great. I think we're all a bit surprised to see LeBron getting that and then Darvin Ham coming out after that game. But for me, I still back the Lakers tomorrow against the Suns. I, I don't know why. I just don't see Nurkic holding up against Anthony Davis that well. And I just see something. Look, I I, I don't know why. I, I don't know why. I just have a feeling that the Lakers are going to be competitive tomorrow. And it's not a homer. I'm not a Lakers fan. I love the Suns. One of my best mates, Nate, massive Suns fan. Love the Suns to get up. And I, and I love, I love them in the finals a couple of years ago. And I'm bummed that they got beaten by the Bucs. Who are the other team playing tomorrow against the Philadelphia 76ers? The big news out of the 76ers camp is that James Harden has been told to fuck off. Let me know. Sorry. Didn't get told that. He got told to stay at home, which is basically workplace language, but don't come to work. You shit. So there is something happening in the ether right now. This was then announced not long afterwards by the Los Angeles Clippers have now completely disengaged talks. So they've completely peeled away from the James Harden sweepstakes at this point in time. Where does Harden go? That's what we have to keep our eyes on tomorrow. The big thing here is DeAnthony Melton. Is an absolute pull-in, and Kelly Oubre Jr., if they are available on your waivers for tomorrow. Those are the major pickups. We're going to be getting a bulk of those minutes and seeing a big bump. And Paul Reed as well. If he is around in some of your leagues, those are the major pickups for tomorrow. This has been the chase down. It's been a long one, 12 games. Love yous and leave yous. I'll catch you tomorrow with Skitty. Have a great one, folks. See you soon.